genre. weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today on the show, we'll be discussing episodes four through six of The Faceless Ones, The Second Doctor's Sixth Story. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so where we where we last left off, uh, we... we uh, the I don't know what do we, what do you well, the whole plane of people disappeared. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was like the lo- the lost ending, the JJ Abrams ending. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, or or the leftovers, except mm-hmm. there were no leftovers. Um, Pick your poison. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, so that that takes us into episode four, the Faceless Ones, Part Four, written by David Ellis and Malcolm Herc, directed by Gary Mill. Produced by Inez Lloyd. Script edited by Gary Davis. Air date, April 29th, 1967. Samantha and Jamie are frozen by Spencer's freezing device and are menaced by a slowly approaching laser beam. Meanwhile, Nurse Pinto transfers Officer Jenkins into a chameleon body. Samantha manages to hand her mirror to Jamie, who uses it to reflect the laser beam back at the machine generating the beam, causing the machine to destroy itself. Samantha goes to spy on the kiosk being run by chameleons, while the doctor eventually goes back to the control tower to look for Crossland. He is told by the commandant that Crossland hasn't been seen in some time. It is revealed that the destinations for chameleon tours all say that the passengers were picked up from the airport by chameleon, but never reached their destinations. The Commandant notifies the RAF of this news and makes sure the next chameleon flight is trailed, but the Doctor suspects that the real destination may not be on Earth at all. Jamie meets Samantha at the kiosk, where she tells him that she's purchased a chameleon flight ticket to Rome so that she can better investigate what's going on. Worried for her safety, Jamie tries to talk Samantha out of it, but her mind is made up. Sensing an opportunity truly unlike anything he's ever known, Jamie suddenly kisses Samantha, using the distraction to swipe her plane ticket. The doctor sneaks aboard the medical center, where he finds some black and white armbands. He takes them back to the commandant. On the flight to Rome, Anne is passing out refreshments, but Jamie is feeling very ill, realizing that he's higher up in the air than any McCrimmon has ever gone before. He runs to the back of the plane, straight for the lavatory. The plane transforms into a spacecraft as Anne collects tiny objects on the seats of the plane where the passengers are. The spacecraft makes its way to a satellite. And episode four, we get, uh, let's see, right off the bat, uh, Samantha, Jamie, and the Doctor get frozen. Uh, (laughs) Which is, 
I don't know. I just the the image of them all frozen on the ground was fun. Yeah. Together. Um that was good. And uh and then uh my my ship uh Jamantha, they make out. <laughs> yeah, he, oh my god. I I was just into it. It was just so it just felt very like summer camp like we're never going to see each other again much like in real life. Uh just go for it. Yeah. yeah. It just felt really pure. And I don't know. It was one of the rare times that PDA on the show felt like fun and cute and not like, uh, yeah, you know, which is what I'm used to watching the new stuff. That's true. Yeah. Uh, although I don't, I always liked, um, I always liked for whatever reason, the PDA between, uh, Amy and Rory. Oh yeah. It never yeah, bothered was, me with that, them. Yeah. yeah. It never, I don't, yeah. I always liked, I always liked when they were affectionate toward each other. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, the, I'm a big fan of this, uh, this Jamantha business. Um, <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. And I, and I like that, uh, she's saying like, you know, like her, her brother is missing. So she wants to get to the bottom of this. So she bought a plane ticket and she's going to see what all the fuss is about and where he might've gone. Uh, and Jamie's like, I'll go with you. And she's like, great. Tickets cost 26 quid. And he's like, I've never seen that much money in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so he makes out with her and steals her ticket and then, and then takes her spot on the plane. It's very James Bond. Like, I'm really impressed mm-hmm. with Jamie. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Uh, it's really good. Uh, and then we have... Um, <laughs> so this Jane character who pretends to faint and like this is one of those this is one of those things about um about reconstructions uh where sometimes the people who make the reconstructions they get fixated on one close up shot of a character that they just keep using when that character is talking and so Jane pretends to to faint and at a certain point people are talking around her and she looks she raised her head and looks at them with one eye open so she can check them out and the audience can know that she's not she's faking it uh Mm. and so they use this shot of her in the reconstruction for that and then every time they show her again they keep using that same shot and it's the silliest shot of like her doing an impression of popeye (laughs) and i just i love it so much it's so silly um anyway good old jane she uh she like what what is her deal she like runs the the airport security room or something i don't know yeah i think so yeah yeah i think she's like the the head dude's like secretary or like assistant or something oh okay yeah um but yeah she's been she's been replaced at some point and so mm-hmm. she's faking being faint like <laughs> fainting and stuff and then spying on everyone. Old, <laughs> old one-eyed Jane. There she goes. There she goes. <laughs> Just uh, ignore. <laughs> and then uh, J- Jamie ends up on the plane, and I love that he legitimately gets sick. Because yeah. he's like, this is horrible. Why would anyone want to do this? Flying beastie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm inside of it. <laughs> He runs to the bathroom and throws up, and then while he's gone, uh, everyone uh, gets everyone disappears. Like everyone but him sure. uh, disappears in their seat, and uh, 
the I think is it is it at this point? Yeah, the the woman is going around the stewardess, the faceless one stewardess is going around collecting objects from the chairs, but we don't see what she's collecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she's taking a bunch of things from the chairs, and uh, and then we get this weird moment where the the reconstruction decides to just go full CG model on the airplane. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> uh, the airplane just it it turns. It turns so that it's going straight up at like a 90 degree angle um, and just starts going straight up into space. And then uh, there's a there's like a satellite, uh, a chameleon satellite up there and it like abducts the plane. (laughs) And then and that's that's how episode four ends is like the CG model satellite abducting the CG airplane. Uh, which I again another, it, another yeah. it, it's super weird, but I I love the idea of them using oh, yeah, these yeah. planes to like you know take a take like you know like a hundred people at a time up to their space sure, station. Sure. I was just gonna say it's continuing this episode, this story's pattern of a cliffhanger just being like, what's this? Right? <laughs> How does this work? What is this? Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, am I, am I missing anything in episode four? Episode four is, I, I like episode four. I think that's yeah, I think that's Yeah, all right. So episode five. The Faceless Ones, part five. Written by David Ellis and Malcolm Herc. Directed by Gary Mill. Produced by Inez Lloyd. Script edited by Gary Davis. Air date, May 6th, 1967. The spacecraft docks onto the satellite where Jamie follows Anne as she drops off the tray of miniaturized objects to the stockroom. When she leaves, Jamie discovers that the objects are actually the shrunken passengers. He's caught by Anne and two chameleons. The chameleon disguised as Meadows is apprehended by the doctor, and the commandant and he explain everything. A disaster took place on the chameleon's home planet that destroyed all their identities. The armbands are being used to help them steal the identities of the so far 50,000 young people they've collected. He also tells them that Nurse Pinto is the one in charge of the transfer process. They go back to the medical center, kill the chameleon Nurse Pinto, and begin to revive the real one. Back in the stockroom, Jamie is freed by Crossland, only it's not Crossland. It's a superior intelligence called the Director. The doctor decides to take the last plane to the satellite, where he will pretend to be a chameleon. The director asks Jamie more about the doctor while he prepares the transfer process. Deciding that he can be more useful to him alive, the director has the doctor and the real Nurse Pinto taken alive when he arrives at the satellite. Uh, Jamie uh, gets out of the bathroom and then starts investigating the the satellite mothership thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. And he's, he's... Running around, he, he eventually he sees the stewardess lady putting these little drawers away. It looks like um, it looks like the drawers that they keep your uh, in-flight meals in, uh, sort of. Um, it also right. it also looks like where where the Death Star plans were stored in Rogue One. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he sees her putting these drawers away, and he's like, "Well, I'm going to go investigate these drawers." And he goes and he looks in the drawers, and there's uh, there's little doll people. Like little frozen doll people. So they froze the people in their seats and shrunk them down. And then they're storing them in these drawers to be turned in, 
like to to turn faceless ones into their copies and then yeah pile them back <clears throat> on the plane as all faceless ones and then bring them back down to earth and so they're that is the chameleon's plan to invade earth is to just slowly take everyone on a vacation that they're not going to come back from <laughs> i i you know it was a little more tame or kind than i was preparing myself for i'm kind of used to in the new in the new who stories it seems like 2500 people went missing and they all got turned to jelly but we're gonna save this group of five people Mm -hmm. (laughs) and everyone's just gonna have to deal with the fact that 2500 people got turned into jelly so i i I liked it how it was like oh they were they were frozen it kind of made it more of a like a romp Mm -hmm. absolutely um so uh yeah so then um nurse uh, nurse plinto we we <laughs> see the real nurse plinto and the chameleon uh the doctor uh tracks tracks down what's going on and then they they stop the uh the faceless one plinto and wake up the original and then they start figuring out that they're being switched out with doubles and stuff mm-hmm. uh and then Jamie gets kidnapped she he gets found by the 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 lady and uh, the stewardess lady and then gets taken into a place and turned into a faceless one. We get to hear uh, uh, J- uh, 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 what what is the actor's name? Fraser something. Uh, what's his? Fraser Hines. Yeah, yeah Fraser Hines. Um, I can't probably say Fraser Crane. Um, sure, of course. <laughs> yeah, I do all the time. Yeah. Uh, so we we get to hear Fraser Hines' uh, real accent um, as a as a faceless one. Uh, because he mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't use his Scottish accent unless he's pretending to be Jamie. Yeah, um, it's like when you get to hear David Tennant's real accent. Yeah, yeah, only the reverse of that. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Jamie has a double. The doc- doctor and Samantha end up on the mothership. They they go up there to go investigate the doubling situation, and then they get surrounded by uh, chameleons. This is a cliffhanger. This is a cliffhanger. Yeah. That's how you do it. They got are they surrounded. Gonna die? How are they going to get out of this? <laughs> Finally, after five story, after five yeah. episodes. Yeah. They figure out a cliffhanger. How are they going to get out of this? Oh, man. Um, oh, God. Oh, man. They're actually surrounded. It's not just a cold room this time. <laughs> <laughs> the Faceless Ones, Part 6. Written by David Ellis and Malcolm Herc. Directed by Gary Mill. Produced by Ennis Lloyd. Script edited by Gary Davis. Air date, May 13th, 1967. The Faceless Ones have come to take the Doctor's brain. He is taken to the Director's office where he meets the Director and a cloned version of Jamie. The Doctor, with earthbound assistance from the Commandant, begins a campaign of deception, manipulation, and general interference, turning the Faceless Ones against their Director. Back at the airport, Samantha and the others work to find the missing originals hidden somewhere on the premises. Eventually, the Doctor is able to convince the Faceless Ones to free the young passengers in exchange for their continued existence. Back on Earth, the Doctor and Jamie say goodbye to new friends like Samantha and the Commandant, but also to old friends like Ben and Polly. Upon discovering that the TARDIS took them to the very day that they left with the Doctor, the pair decide that it's about as good a time as any to hop off the bus. Once they leave, the Doctor admits to Jamie that in fact, he lost the TARDIS, and their first adventure as a duo 
will be finding it. So episode six, uh, the plan now is for them to, they, they just think like, well, if we, we, if we do a, a faceless one double of the doctor, we'll have all of his knowledge, but he'll be on our side and then we'll win. Sure. So then we can rest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so now that's the plan. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, fairly, fairly solid plan, I guess. <laughs> as far as plans in Doctor Who go, yeah. it's been worse. Yeah. I will be honest, this sixth episode, um, it's weird because it's, it is the sort of end of, it's, I mean, it's literally the conclusion of this story, but like, it really does feel like the last episode was more of the culmination of everything. And this was just like, and then, the wrap up. yeah, and then they defeated them and then we got rid of Ben and Polly and everyone was happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like literally falling action. Yeah. 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 It's a strange way to structure a six part story. It is turning your six episode into like barely more than an epilogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So does he, what, what, what is the, I, I think maybe I missed it, but like, what was the plan as far as how they were going to get all the humans back to earth? The copies of like the, 25 or 30 people uh, that were the faceless ones up in space were still on Earth and not in the spaceship. So the doctor was like, you need to find these copies and then we can like do a hostage thing. Because oh. like they take the armbands off that one guy and then he like disappears forever and they're just like, oh no, they found them. So that's why they turn on the... What is it like the director or whatever? Right, mm-hmm. the head alien in charge. Right. Yeah, that head the head alien dude is uh, uh, he's very. I mean, just no emotion whatsoever at any point in these six sure. episodes. Um, which <laughs> it's I, great for. Yeah, I mean, it's by design, but it's just no, no. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's great for a reconstruction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. And and as far as um uh which episodes existed, those were episodes one and three. So in our last episode we had two that existed. And this this week, uh this in this episode, uh four through six were all reconstructions. Mm-hmm. Um but uh yeah, the the plane goes back down, straight down, ninety degree angle, and uh and then you know everybody, everybody's safe. They do the exchange, and and everything's hunky dory. And then uh, J- Jamie and the doctor uh, try to leave, and Ben and Polly are like, "Hey, where where are you going?" They're like, "Well, we're we're leaving. It's time to go." And they're like, "We don't. Maybe maybe we. I mean, we just got turned back into ourselves, and you know, maybe we just want to hang out yeah, for a they while." They find out. They find out that it's like the day they left. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. No time has passed. And so they're like, yeah, I think, I think maybe we'll just, I think we'll just stay here. And they're like, okay, see you. Bye. Yeah. It's kind of, it's depressingly mundane. Yep. Yeah. It, 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 it's how you like, you know, you're, when you're traveling with people and you find out, well, I'm actually going to Belgium. Like, oh, okay, man. Well, take care. You know, it's like, all of a sudden they both kind of like, we don't really want to do this anymore. We're kind of ready to bounce now that we're, it's like now that we can, now that we know that we're back home, we're like, maybe this mm-hmm. is how we, and the doctor's like, okay, we'll have Jamie. And Jamie's like, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. 
<laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then, and and Jamie is sort of uh, transfixed on Samantha, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to come with us?" And she's like, "No, not not at all. No, not really. No, <laughs> this wasn't fun for me." Yeah, and she he's like, "Well, all right, see ya." And she's like, or she does that thing where she's like, "I'll see you around." And he's like, "Where?" <laughs> yeah. She's like, Ooh, reminds me of that. Reminds me of that moment in Shaun of the Dead where he's like, you know, I want to, I want to do things with my life too. And he's like, when? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's this, uh, there's a part in Three Amigos that I like a lot where uh, Chevy Chase's character, you know, I was like, oh, like he met a girl from the village and like they have like a unspoken romance or whatever. And then as they're about to leave because they beat the bad guys, Chevy Chase is like, I'll come back someday. And the woman goes, why? <laughs> and he's like never never mind uh yeah but yeah then even though even though what i watched even though it was a reconstruction it ended on a filmed image like a moving image of the doctor and uh and jamie walking away from the camera with their backs to the, you know towards their next adventure and it really mm-hmm. it seemed like something out of chaplin it did. Well, I mean, it was a reused shot from uh, the episode oh. where where uh, Polly gets kidnapped. Um, okay. Yeah, so they just reused that footage and slapped it in <laughs> That's there. That's great. Yeah. It was like the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a, I, I think this is a fun story. Um, I really do. I like, I, I just like the invasion of the body snatchers angle. I like that their story sounds insane. I like that there's <laughs> flying beasties. I like the I like the chameleon's plan. Um I don't know. Like the whole thing is uh I think it's a lot of fun. I like this and it just I love how mod and sixties it is. Uh it's mm-hmm. it's cool. I don't know. It's 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 fun. Yeah. It's certainly it's certainly the weakest of of this of that round of episodes I was talking about in, in our last uh podcast, but um, it's, I, I think it's, I think it's a fun, even, even if it is the weakest, I wouldn't call it a weak story overall. It might be, it might be a weak, uh, a, a weak sign off for Ben and Polly, but that's, that's yeah. another argument. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I think it's, unfortunately it's sort of small restrained tone in nature doesn't always translate well to the only way that people can watch it, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But there's there's definitely like yeah like I mean I love so many moments of the adventure and there's so many great little character moments and Samantha's a really fun one-off companion mm-hmm. I guess yeah uh, yeah I mean it's like um it, it's it's like I've said I think I've said this on the show a few times like I I think it would be so smart for the BBC and uh, an animation studio to get together and like a legitimate animation studio not. Like the Flash animation. Yeah, not those that Flash animation <laughs> <invasion>. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like a legitimate uh, animation studio, sort of getting together and taking these classic Who stories, even the ones that exist, uh, and just sort of remaking them, rewriting the stories to be like sort of paced up a little bit, and turning them into like these little, like two part, twenty minute 
you know, yeah. cartoons. And it could be it could be an annual tradition like like the Christmas episode where it's like once a year. It's like, oh, here's uh, for two nights. I mean, I, I just I want to I just want to I want full seasons. <laughs> like I just <laughs> um, where they well, just they, they did. Yeah, they did that kind of for um, they did like that movie cut of Enlightenment and Kinda, right? Yeah, but I don't think they did. They cut anything out of it, or did they just splice together the cliffhangers? I think they did cut a little bit, but I don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah, like I want, I want them to like literally like rewrite it. Just like take the take the concept and the characters, yeah, and just rewrite it so that it's paced up to more of like modern standards. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that doesn't mean that we're getting rid of what we have. It just means we would have both. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that that would be, I think that'd be cool. Um, and this would, this would be a story that would really benefit from that, I think. So, um, anyway, BBC, call me. Um, hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> we'll work on that for you. Plus, uh, it would be like a really cool and like easily accessible way for people, especially kids, to yeah. get into classic who? Yes. And appreciate all of the doctors and not just the new ones. The f- like, yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, kids, there's like a dozen doctors yeah. that have some pretty fun stories, but it's just that it's, it's not available. It's not easily available for kids. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would I do every. I would do, is, uh, I would do, uh, you know, you, you just do, I mean, kind of like what we do. You do seven episode seasons um, or like 14 episode seasons, like all two-parters. And each two-parter is like just first doctor, second doctor, third doctor, fourth doctor, fifth doctor, sixth doctor, seventh doctor. And then you yeah, do the so next it's, it's season like and you do another of, one. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like Forces of Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where and then you, 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 um, you check in with these characters. Oh, yeah, totally. And then you could even do uh, a spinoff series that's just like the new adventures of the eighth doctor or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and do God, an animated I want, series. I want him to, to voice... An animated series, so bad. Oh, it would be amazing. He has the perfect voice for it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and he's so like you know adventurous, and it it would just be perfect for an animated Doctor Who animated show. Be awesome. Um. Anyway, so there's that. Uh. Again, BBC, call us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's you know where to contact ones. us. Yeah. So uh, so that's the Faceless Ones. Uh, we will be back next week with The Mind of Evil. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, which is just the most James Bond that Doctor Who ever gets. Yep. Yep. Uh, that's, that, <laughs> one's, that one's a lot of fun. I still haven't decided if I'm going to watch the color one or the black and white one. Oh, the black and white one's so good. Though. I know it is. I know. I know. But I always watch the black and white one, and I haven't seen the color one. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Mind of Evil uh, next time. And, yeah, if you're uh, on Facebook, join the Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter, TDC Pod, uh, all that stuff. Check out our other podcasts. And uh, check out our Patreon page, duelinggenre.com slash support. Become a Patreon member. We've lowered our, our, uh, our uh, price of entry. So now... You can get everything for uh, $3 a month instead of $5 a month. So uh, if you want to 
you want to, you know, help us make it easier for us to do these episodes, these seasons more often and everything, um, go, go check out, uh, the Patreon page and support us there and, uh, it'll, it'll really help us out. So, uh, go check that out. That's duelinggenre.com slash support. And we will be back, uh, with the mind of evil. Bye everybody. Yeah.